Good morning. This is Send 7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Namitha Raghunath. Today is Monday, the 7th of November, 2022. Starting in the Americas today, in the United States, polling day will take place tomorrow, where nearly 39 million Americans will cast their ballots in early voting. On Saturday, three of six living United States presidents spoke in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is a key swing state. The votes in Pennsylvania could decide which party controls the U.S. Senate. And it's very close. President Joe Biden urged voters in his home state to support the Democrats' John Fetterman. Speaking in Latrobe, former President Donald Trump urged Republicans to vote in Tuesday's elections. Former President Barack Obama also spoke in Pennsylvania about the importance of voting. This election requires every single one of us to do our part. It's that important. A fair economy that gives working people a fair shot. That's on the ballot. Fundamental rights are on the ballot. Truth and facts and logic and reason and basic decency are on the ballot. Democracy itself is on the ballot. The stakes are high. In Peru, riot police used tear gas to break up protesters in Peru's capital, Lima, on Saturday. Thousands of people took part in anti-government marches across Peru. Demonstrators want President Pedro Castillo to resign over allegations of corruption. The left-wing leader, who unexpectedly won power last year, is involved in six criminal investigations. However, he denies these allegations. Europe In Ukraine, Kyiv residents have been told to be prepared to leave the capital city if there is a total loss of power. In recent weeks, millions of Ukrainians have been left without electricity or water. This is because of Russian airstrikes. Around 40% of Ukraine's energy system has been damaged or destroyed by Russian attacks on power plants and lines. Another city official has warned that in the case of a total blackout, water supply and sewage systems would also stop working. Kyiv mayor Vitaly Klitschko has called Russia's targeting of infrastructure as terrorism and genocide. In the UK, on Saturday, thousands of people joined a protest in London calling for general elections. This is as the cost of living crisis worsens in the United Kingdom 
a group of trade unions and community organizations took part in the Britain is Broken protest. The group said protesters were demanding immediate general elections and to tackle low pay and anti-union employment laws. Africa In Tanzania, yesterday, a Tanzanian passenger plane crashed into Lake Victoria, killing at least 19 people. Of the 43 people on board, there were 24 survivors. The two pilots initially survived and managed to speak to local officials from the plane. But officials say they may have since died. Rescuers were able to bring some of those still inside the plane to safety. In Egypt, yesterday, the United Nations Climate Change Summit began. The summit began with a warning that our planet is sending a distress signal. A United Nations report released on Sunday has said the past eight years were on track to be the warmest on record. More than 120 world leaders are due to arrive at the summit, where there will be two weeks of negotiations between countries on climate action. Asia In Pakistan Prime Minister Shehbaz Sharif has denied allegations that he was involved in the assassination attempt on opposition leader Imran Khan. This takes place as supporters of former Prime Minister Imran Khan continue to protest, demanding an investigation into the shooting. Mr. Khan was shot in the leg during an anti-government rally on Thursday. The cricketer-turned-politician has blamed Sharif for attempting to assassinate him. In Korea, people gathered across capital city Seoul to grieve the young victims of the Itaewon crush as public anger continues to build over the biggest tragedy in South Korea, in nearly a decade, thousands turned up for several vigils and protests held across Seoul. On the 29th of October, a deadly crowd crush killed 156 people, mostly young people, and injured another 196 during Halloween festivities in the nightlife district of Itaewon. One week on, the authorities have launched an investigation. The national police chief has apologized, as has President Yoon Suk-yul, who has vowed to improve crowd control measures in the future. And finally, in India, the man known as India's first voter has died at the age of 105. Shyam Saranagi is thought to have been the first person to cast a ballot when India held its first general election after gaining independence from British rule. Nagi has voted in every election since then.
speaking at an election rally on Saturday, Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi paid tribute to the man. The government has said he will be cremated with full state honors at his village in Kalpa. And that's your world news in seven minutes. You can find us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Send Seven Podcast. I'm Namita Raghunath, and tomorrow you will be with Stephen Devonshenzi. Have a lovely day.